Welcome to the Kick-Ass Life Podcast. My name is Elle Russ. Join me and my co-host, Tara Garrison, every week as we tackle topics related to mindset and empowerment so you can create a happier, more abundant, and fun kick-ass life. Video episodes are available on youtube.com forward slash kick-ass life podcast. To learn more about us, visit our websites, coachterragarrison.com and lruss.com. Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick minute to talk about our sponsors who we love and we are only partnered up with companies that we truly believe in, one of which is Primal Kitchen. Primalkitchen.com, soy-free, grain-free, canola oil-free, lots of healthy condiments and dressings. These are the things that really make food good, right? It's the oils, the dressings, the toppings, but most of them in the store are filled with horribly offensive ingredients and uh, toxic oils. So go to primalkitchen.com, everything from incredible mayo, dressings and marinades, protein bars, collagen, drink mixes, and etc. And uh, use Kick-Ass Life for 10% off as your code. Hey everyone, want to tell you about our sponsor, Rep Provisions. Rep Provisions is a regenerative agriculture company that provides meat that is grass-fed, pasture-raised, and actually raised in a regenerative agriculture approach, which means that they're actually moving the cattle along, just like predators would have in the past, to help them manure and grow the grasslands and then allow that time to grow back again before they move the cattle back, which is really cool, you guys, because this is what's happening to the planet. This is why cattle raising is getting such a bad name is because they're not raising them the way that rep is, right? So when they do that, it allows us to actually save the planet. So when you when you support companies like Rep Provisions that are doing regenerative agriculture, you're actually helping support the future of the planet. It's really important. So um, not only is it really cool to do stuff like that, but their meat tastes far superior to any beef I have ever had. And they're giving you guys 10% off if you use coupon code KICKASSLIFE. So head over to repprovisions.com and enter KICKASSLIFE at at checkout for 10% off. Hey guys, okay, so today we're gonna talk about how to love your body. We're gonna talk about body positivity. We're gonna talk about having that connection to your body that I feel like people don't have. Sometimes, like, I'm not trying to, like, toot my own horn here, but I feel, I'm like, does nobody, like, think about their body, like, as a actual entity of the amazingness that it is. Like I look at my body kind of like, like it's my child or my like pet even like something that I care for, that I love, that needs me, that depends on me. But I also get something out of it by taking care of it. And it's this, you know, I think we're so off. We literally, it's like all we think about is aesthetics. And I want to get into even body positivity. I think it's purely about aesthetics. I think it still totally misses the mark. I think it's natural. I think it's a pendulum swing from the like secret body shaming that everybody's had for at least the last, I don't know, like 40, 50 years at least, at least from my knowledge. You know, it's like now it's like, I hate my body. No, I love my body just the way it is. But it's, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, no you don't. No, you don't. You're just bullshitting everybody. <laughs> don't lie to me. I know you're not. I know you're suffering inside. I get it. It's lip service, you know? So, like, let, I want to start off this conversation of how to love your body by first appreciating the body for what it is. And then we'll, we can talk about what it means to show love through actions. And I just got to say this while I'm thinking about it. Okay, so you're a parent. If you're a parent and you say, I love my kids so much, but you neglect them all day long, you're a child abuser. That's child neglect. But with your body, 
you can say, I love my body so much and then neglect it completely from what it actually needs. But now your body positive. What? That doesn't make any sense to me. So let's talk about like, first, let's talk about, you know, gratitude. What does your body do? Let's back this way up. Let's actually think about the body, right? It's not just us. It's this, think of it as a separate entity from you for a second. What does your body do for you? You know, like when you think of gratitude for your body, L, I know that's probably been like such a crazy journey for you because like you've gone through the hypothyroid journey. You had that. I hated it. I hated it. I was trashing my shit on it. I was trashing myself for sure. Yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I I like this kind of leads back into our last podcast um, and talking about like goal setting and the why. And I think that um, we have to look at the why, like what the human body does for us. One of the things that people are really shocked by, and I always try to put it this way when I'm describing paleoprimal health or thyroid or the the whole feedback loop. And basically your body's always trying to save you, man. So it's got your freaking back. So when are you going to have it's right now? Everyone's got a little vice or everyone. Hey, hey, we're doing our best out here. (laughs) Okay, so you do your best. You can't afford organic and grass fed. Hey, you do your best, right? So no one has to be perfect here. Um, I also, uh, the self-talk is crazy. It's really tough, especially with hypothyroidism, because before they're better, the metabolism can be shit and they're getting lots of weight and it doesn't matter how much they work out, right? So so it's a crazy making thing and they're waking up every morning and they're like, oh, I'm not fitting into my pants. Oh my God, right? That's where you have to enlist affirmations. Like right afterwards, be like, hold on. I am in the process of feeling comfortable in my body. You know, not I'm in the process of being comfortable in a, it could be in a bikini, but not like I want to look a certain way. It's more like everyone wants to feel comfortable in their own skin. We all know what that means. That means everything different for everybody. If it means walking freely on a beach in a bikini and feeling good in yourself, then that might be the goal. Um, It could just be that you're immobile right now and you're like, I just can't wait to walk again or whatever it is. But I think um, we have to turn that around when we see the negative self-talk because if you're in a state of addiction or chronic inflammation or whatever it is, it's tough to look at your body and, and appreciate it. But we have to because in that moment, the inflammatory responses that are happening a chronically inflamed body that's your body trying to save your ass dude then your body right there you should be thinking it you know yeah. for the information it's giving you and saying okay you know instead of hating going why are you failing me and that's a hard paradigm to thought paradigm to switch but it's got to be switched because otherwise you start to see your body as an enemy and this is just such a separation thing you know what I'm, you know what i'm getting at here and um i mean i know I you used to be there in, in, a, in a weird state of health and kind of fat and chubby and not eating right and your brain probably wasn't right because of all the junk food and stuff um um, and so, and I've been there, let's say with hypothyroidism and also your, the place we're used to be at. Um, but that's a, that's a conscious shift that has to be made because the natural self-talk is going to come up when you look in the mirror, your face still has acne or whatever problem you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first thing that I, that I think the best place to start there is compassion. Yeah. So let's say like, let's say your kid had cancer, God forbid. Okay. Let's say your kid has cancer and your kid has lost all their hair. And they're really, really skinny. And are you going to look at your kid and be like, ew, like you don't look normal. Like what's going on with you? That's what you're doing with your body when you have hypothyroidism and you're like, ew, gross. Like God, really? Seriously? Still? It's like undergoing a ton of stress. And I know this sounds like non-empathetic, but I'm entertain me for a second. I'd say most of my clients have had hypothyroidism. Okay. So I've worked with a lot. I understand the pains that go with hypo. I understand the patience I take. it takes. I understand the frustration. I know there have been tears. I know it's like 
freaking A? How come everybody else, it feels like they don't have to try this hard? Like, I, I, I get Why it. Why me? Yeah. Hand. Why me? I get it. But sitting there and going through the same the same, and whether you have hypothyroidism or not, this is everybody going through the same thought process of gross, ooh, yuck, ooh, yuck, yuck, yuck is missing the mark. And things can start to get better faster when you can start to say, when you actually take accountability as the caretaker of this body and say, I got you. It's okay. I know you're going through something hard right now. I love you. I'm going to give you all the support I possibly can. I'm in this with you, not F you, screw you. this is so frustrating. I can't stand you. I can't stand you. That's that's the message. And then it's supposed to heal in that environment? I don't think so. You know, that's well, going to be Well, it's not a unified force. You are not doing the mind-body connection there. You are separating yourself right. from something you are not separated from. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's only going to, by the way, you're going to get to your goal sooner when you do the self-talk, when you do the affirmations, right? Um, there's a woman who wrote a book called Words Have Power. Yvonne, I forget, Yvonne Oswald. I think and uh she talks about how she just never wants to hear anyone saying like I have to lose weight or I need to lose weight her whole thing was like how about just like talking about like releasing weight or like again other other words that are yeah. maybe less negative might be helpful but at the end of the day um we're talking about how to improve your relationship start a relationship start yes. talking to your body like you just said hey I appreciate the information I'm working on it. I'm doing everything I can to help you get out of this too. Thank you for continuing to help me. Keep fighting for me, man. Keep fighting for yep. me. Keep keep having my back. I love you. You know, um, there are moments, um, like I, I've said before, like I have an arm flare up or something like that, and you can go into a downer minute, and I turn it around right away. Like, I'm just glad I have my arms. Thank God I can move them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I know if I just give it a couple rests, it'll get better. You know, and then I'm starting to appreciate other parts of my body. And, um, again, it's just changing the conversation. But you have to have to start a relationship. Most people don't have a relationship with themselves or their body at all. It's completely like a detached entity, like you said initially. You gotta get in mm -hmm. there, man. Like, and that's that's all love and on and gratitude is gonna get you there. Oh yeah. So I'll share an experience. This might be a little. This might be a little weird for some of you. Um, I've been very open that I have had many very healing plant medicine journeys, and that has been a an incredible part of my life. It totally transformative. So yep. I will not I dishonor agree. them by hiding that. <laughs> so no, same here. I was in a I was in a beautiful sacred plant medicine ceremony, and there were. Um, three men in that plant ceremony with me and one was like a brother the other one I was in a relationship with and one was our friend and in that journey <laughs> what I experienced transformed my relationship with the body forever I really think this this journey in and of itself is what made me gave me this unbelievable undying love for the body almost like my own child I really truly and every decision that I make now with my body it's just like it's just like parenting it's like I I'm gonna listen I'm gonna nurture but sometimes I'm gonna say no sometimes you're gonna have to do hard things because I love you and I want what's best for you so what happened in this journey was one by one <laughs> in my vision I was on a cellular level inside of each of their bodies. That's what I was seeing. I was seeing like the cells of their bodies and the cells of their bodies basically were like, they had faces. They were like, they were like people, right? And each, each guy, they had very different energies. One was like this very like alpha dominating, super smart, like tell, you know, leader. One was like super hippie love, you know, and the other one was like more, I don't know, kind of like me. 
and their cells had that same personality, right? Like they, but they, what they all shared in common was this undying love. They were just like going in circles, like basically like running as fast as they could. Like, let's go, like go, you know, let's say, I'm not gonna say names. So let's say the name was like Mark or something. They're like, go Mark, yes, go Mark. Like that was their energy was like, yes, anything for you, like anything for you, Mark. And it was like beautiful. It was such a beautiful vision that I held. And, it's and true. since then, that is how I feel about my body. My body is like, yes. Go Tara Lee. And if something goes wrong because I didn't give it what it needs, it makes some sort of adjustment so I can still keep going and it's doing everything it can. Everything in its power to do what I, what it can to help me be happy and successful. And it's depending on me. It's me who gives it the right things. It's me who doesn't give it the wrong things. It's me who chooses to exercise. It is doing everything it can. And when I come to that place, I'm like, Okay, let's say your body's not doing something you love right now. Maybe you have cancer. Maybe you have hypothyroidism. Maybe you have something like, I promise your body's doing the very best it can. And it's just you, having compassion for it like that when you realize like it's trying so hard. It is trying so hard. And that's and the thing. It's always committed and always trying hard. And the only difference yes. is you and your participation in that. Are you going to assist it, throw it a damn frickin' bone? Because it's always actually trying to save your life, usually. Um, right. Yeah. Even, even if you were like, like exposed to like a tr modern day Chernobyl, your body in every minute is like, oh my God, oh my God, holy shit. Like it so may not hard. survive that, but it's doing its best. So its default setting is always looking out for you and always trying to save your life. That's what type two diabetes yep. is. Type two diabetes yeah. is, look, if you got fat, you're lucky because you don't want to be skinny fat on that one. You'd rather have all that shit being pushed into your fat cells, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, versus being like right. a skinny diabetic. And either way, mm. that's your body trying to save its, your life because it's like, oh my God, I can't handle these carbs. I can't handle the sugar. Oh my God, get it yep. out, get it out, get it, get it away from them because I don't want to hurt Tara. I don't want to hurt Elle. Right. Every right. minute your body's trying to save you. When you see that on a totally. cellular biological level, how can you give it the middle finger all the time? Not that we don't. I'm, I look. I, I'm not saying like I love marijuana. I try not to actually smoke it because I know smoking is bad for you. Am I going to go to a party right. if someone offers me? Would I? Maybe not COVID. I might be like, hey, let's get it. <laughs> maybe we're not yeah. passing joints anymore. Not, no, but I mean, I might do something that is not great for my. Okay, technically, but again, like it's not every day. It's not all day long. It's right. So, so how right. much are you throwing some shade at it? How much love are you given? And totally. hopefully the scales tip where it's more love than shade. And frankly though, it really is technically always trying to save you. Even if you have an autoimmune disease and it's responding, your body's trying to save you from that. So, 100%. so w what are you doing to try to save, help it save you? It's kind of like, it, it, it so much reminds me of my relationship with my kids. Or like if you have a dog, like it's it's so similar. It's kind of like, so let's say my son's playing football right now. Let's say I don't do anything to support him at all. Like I'm like, okay, well find your way to practice. I don't, I'm not bringing you. <laughs> and, and then he finds his way to practice. Somehow he gets rides. Find your way to games. I'm not going. You know, and then one day I show up to a game and all I do is just freaking criticize him the whole time of how like he's like he's trying his best he's trying so hard to be in football to do football I'm not supporting him at all and then all I do is sit there and tell him everything he's doing wrong and that's abuse we are abusive towards our bodies and guess we're what? we're mentally abusive us. and physically abusive towards ourselves yep totally and there it's so the same thing with like food for example 
I would love to eat Oreos and like ice cream and burgers and fries all the time. That sounds great to me. Like I, pizza, I think pizza tastes good. I mean, it's kind of weird for me to think that now I haven't eaten that way in so long. Like I'm kind of like, I don't know if it made me feel the same way as healthy food. Like I'm sure I would eat it, you know, but like the reason I don't is because I have this moment with my body always that's like, it's kind of like being your own mom. That's what I call it. I always say it's being your own mom. And even, even in my house, I still have processed treats. I have all these keto cookies and keto bars and keto ice creams. And like, yeah, that, that'd be great to just eat that stuff all day. But that is not going to make me feel the same as eating the giant like chicken salad that I had for lunch today. Right. So like what I do is I think just like with my kids, I'm like, you can have that after you have your real food. <laughs> You can have that after you have your real food. And it's the same thing with myself. I'm like, you can have keto cookies after you have your real food, but we're not just going to only fill up on keto cookies. Okay. So it's kind of the same principle of like, when you love yourself, just like when you love your kids, you make difficult decisions that are in your own best self interest. Sometimes that is true self love. And that's, you know, the body positivity movement, what I'll, I'll circle back to that for a second, because while I appreciate I appreciate at least the opening of the conversation of like, uh, to me, I'm like, yeah, of course. I know you love- I'm going to agree with you on this. I know where you're going. <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course you love your body. To me, it's, it's a baby step. I get it. A lot of people are not, honestly, I'm just being real. They're not where I'm at with their body relationship. Like they don't think about their body like this. They're, this is not their realm. You know what I mean? So I think because you're working at whatever nine to five job and it's just not your realm. Like you don't think about the body all the time. I do. Right. So they're all, they're just going out of reaction mode really of like, Oh, gross, dude, look at my belly. It's getting huge. Like, Oh my gosh. Um, so once once in a while, I think for people seeing a picture of people being like, Hey, it's cool. Like I'm accepting where I'm at, but that's the the problem is that it ends there. It ends. There's just like, I love myself just the way I am. And it's just like, your kid is like acting up or sick or, you know, and you're just like, I love you just the way you are. They're like, no, please. I really need help with it's this. Denial. And you're like, no, I just love you. It's straight you're up beautiful. Denial. You're beautiful just the way you are. No, I, I need help, mom. No, no, you're beautiful. I love you. That's exactly. That's sticking your head in the sand. That's neglect. That's ignoring. And I'm not saying like, maybe your body doesn't need it. Maybe you're good. Maybe you eat really well. You're like some, a little teeny bit overweight. Who cares? Like that's, as long as you're healthy, your blood works good. You've got energy throughout the day. You can go for a hike and you're not like, <gasps> if you're like that and you're sitting there, let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to use this as an example. What I've noticed is really popular on Instagram right now in the body positivity movement is to be borderline naked, like in a string bikini and to have like your, your glutes with like a lot of like saggy glutes with a lot of cellulite and stuff and kind of shaking it or whatever. And while I know that can be healing for a lot of women, they're like, okay, cool. Like she's not embarrassed of herself. My heart, what I think in my, my trainer mind is like, all I can think is like, just I know, but just don't completely neglect your hips to the point that you can't walk when you're 90. Like, I mean, that you're fine. You're good. But like, just make sure you're still like kind of trying to support your body still because real self-love is doing hard things because you know that's what's best for your body. You know, you're like, I'm going to, I'm still going to work out some and exercise because that's love. Just sitting there and like eating whatever you want and sitting around all day and neglecting your body. That is not real self-love. It's, it's denial. So that's just my thoughts on it. It's like, no, I'm not taking it a step further. I think it's, I think it's absolutely like, I don't buy it half the time. 
when someone, um, well, here's the thing. What are, and we've talked about this before, what are we really embracing? If there's someone that's obese, like for real obese, okay? And not just like a little bit, you know, BMI, yeah. you know, like, like right. okay, and they're like, like I love really myself obese. and whatever. Yeah. You're like, yeah, but there's no way right. you don't have symptoms and that your life's not affected by this. There's just no way. I'm not saying right. that I'm judging that, but I'm just saying there's just no way that that person doesn't have things that they're not ignoring. And so it right. is a denial situation. Um, and, yeah. it's a, and, it's a, and it's a health issue, right? So in right. the spirit of positive, I love myself, it's like really so you love your crappily working, giving you lots of hell body with all of these ailments that you have? You're just glossing right over that, going to the fact that you think this is okay? That's not okay. Symptoms are our best teachers and informs you. Look, it happened to Whoa. me recently. We have had such a horrible heat wave here. It's almost unbearable to go outside. And so it's like a lot of trapped inside. I've been sitting a lot. And even though I still exercise, my hips started to get started to get sciatic. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh-oh. You know, not moving as much as, you know, right. like one week of not really moving a lot. And I had to go kick my butt and got the yoga mat out and, you know, got the fired up the Facebook free class from somebody and did it so sore the next day because I hadn't done yoga. My glutes were such pain, which, as you know, with sciatica, can eat. and I'm like, oh, my God, I made yeah. it worse. Now I can barely walk. And I was just like, get out the roller. <laughs> like I just kept working through it. I was right. like, no, you, you did this. You just sat stagnant for like a week. I mean, I exercise on top of that, but if you're just sitting the rest of the day in an uncomfortable position. And again, I had to be like, no, you, 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 you can't, you can't ignore this. Don't ignore this. Stop ignoring it. You yeah. know what I mean? And granted it was just yeah. a week. It's just a little thing. My body was like, yep, yeah, you know, stretch. It's over. I feel fine now. But again, it's like, I didn't ignore that. Um, and so I think those people in those scenarios, they are ignoring so many things. I'll say this. There's someone that I watch um, on YouTube occasionally. And it's painful because this person's really good at what they do, but they are very overweight and they're constantly eating shit in front of their audience. And they're always talking about, like, I had to go to the doctor again today. I've got asthma. I've got this. And I'm sitting there and you and I both would sit there and go, I know exactly how to fix you, girl. I know exactly what your problem is. I know exactly how to fix this, right? With the way they're eating and stuff. They're completely ignoring it. They're not even thinking that they are a part or that anything that they're doing with their life yeah. is causing these symptoms. That needs to start to happen immediately. Anyone listening, I mean, most people probably be health conscious, but if you're not, if you're listening and you've got a stuffy nose all the time, you've always got post-nasal drip, I mean, when are you gonna, when are you gonna actually pay attention to this? Because it's gonna become mm -hmm. something bigger. I do know that. Yeah, even my 14-year-old daughter, you know, like she was starting to get acne. And so she started troubleshooting that stuff. Instead of just being like, I don't know. I'm just a 14-year-old. I have acne. She's like, I think I actually do have a dairy issue. Should we send She's her like, a paleo? I'll send her a copy of Paleo Girl. <laughs> okay. The teenage book for yeah. kids. Yeah, by the way, that's a great book called Paleo Girl for Teens out there about loving body oh, really? and understanding paleo health. And oh, cool. there's an acne before and after. And I also just want to say if anyone is truckling out after all flour, all dairy, all grains. I'm telling you, miracle, miracle. Everyone I know that has cured cystic acne after three rounds of Accutane, it's all about diet, man. All of it. Yeah, yeah. She got rid of the dairy and it's gone, right? Amazing, so, right? That's, that's self-love. That's self-love. That's doing something hard. She's used to dairy, definitely. Her dad is Samoan. Like, they love milk. Like, they go well, to a I'm lot sure of milk. Well, I'm sure you reinforce that. And that's health. what we have to do, too, when we do a pro-you move, too. Like, you probably reinforced that and right. said, that is so awesome that you did that like you didn't take that you i'm proud of you you know encouraging her like, we got to do that too after you do that final workout or you choose a better meal appreciate yourself definitely definitely and that's what i think is like okay so yeah you are very obese you have a lot of like symptoms you're you know you have af fatigue in the afternoon you can barely stay awake or whatever it is like 
yes, love yourself right now. Yes, your body's still freaking amazing. Look at all the things your body is still doing for you, despite the fact that it's not getting a lot of help. And take that love and put that towards some difficult action, right? Just take that. And I really want to hone in on gratitude here. I really, because every single time, Every That's the time number you go one thing I wrote place. down in my notes about this was gratitude for the body. Gratitude. Yeah. So just for me, what this is what happened. My journey went like this. Same as everybody else. Looking in the mirror. Ooh, gross. Yuck. Like my butt looks gross. Oh my gosh. There's so much cellulite. Ooh, nasty. I need to go for a run. Like, oh, you know, we. I, fe- I feel like we all came from that place. And what happened is I like really drove into it. And yes, I was going through all sorts of insecurities. I was like having marriage problems. I had all the unhealthy motivations. Not enough. I got to earn my worthiness by looking better. I went through that whole journey. But what happened as I was going through that journey, because I'm nerdy, I wanted to know why. Like, I wanted to know more. I was like, I wanted to dig into it. And as I learned more about the body, I was like, dang, dude, body's freaking amazing from the lymphatic system to the, you know, nervous system to the musculoskeletal system, the way it goes together, oxygen alone, just going through breath. You're like, whoa, this thing is super intelligent, you know? And why is it that we care about like how our engines and our our cars are pieces of crap compared to our bodies? Like these are the most advanced biotechnology in existence. They hook up to freaking like infinite intelligence and they auto-generate for like a hundred years and they self-heal. I mean, they are cool. Our bodies are like the pinnacle of all creations, in my opinion. They are super cool. And we care about like, how, what kind of oil we need in our, in our car, but we don't care as much about what our body needs on the inside. So as you, if you can just push, like think of one thing going on in your body, like maybe you've got dry skin on your elbows or something, just dig into that, dig into one thing that you're like interested about in your body. Maybe it has to do with some sort of sport you like, and you want to get faster at sprinting, like dig into it, get nerdy for a second. Cause as I promise as you do, your respect for your body will be like, wow. Oh my gosh. This thing is amazing. And as you get into that place, then you start wanting to support it more. You're like, I like, I bow down to your awesomeness. Like, what do you need? And that's when we start to get this beautiful relationship. And again, you talked about this too. And I wanted to hit on some of the key principles of relationships. I thought maybe we could talk about that a little bit. So one of them is respect. Respect is a key, any relationship, I'm talking your romantic relationship, who's had a relationship where you didn't, you still, you lost respect for the person in that relationship. Well, how'd that relationship go? It's probably over. (laughs) It's probably, or it's not, it's not healthy at all. So respect is a huge key. Do you have respect for your body? Or if you're looking at it in the mirror and going, ooh, 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 you're disrespecting it. It's a, it's an amazing creation. That's one facet of it because it's learned how to put the excess food that you ate somewhere, okay? That's like one tiny facet of it. But respect all the amazing things it does. Love, appreciation, communication. Do you listen to your body? Your body's like, actually, I don't need any more food right now. You're like, mm, no, that sounds good, right? Um, trust. Do you trust your body or are you always thinking something's wrong with it? That's not good. Trust it. It's it's working. It's doing everything it can. Support it. Honesty. Are you being real? You know, are you being real with your body? Maybe you need to fast a little more. Maybe you don't need so much food. Maybe you need more food. I don't know. But like, honesty, being real, like your body's trying to tell you what it needs. So listen, listen to it. Those are some of the the biggest things I found that have helped improve the relationship well, with my body. You know, Louise Hay did all of this years ago with mirror work and telling people, especially when she was working with people with AIDS, looking in the mirror and being like, I love you in the eyes. Yeah. It's awkward. That's some awkward shit. 
That's real yep. awkward shit right away when you do that. <laughs> no, even for anybody, that's awkward. Um, mm-hmm. And so start with that. But also, too, like, um, here's what's interesting. So I always, I have such appreciation for my car sometimes. Like, you know, I used to drive an old beaten up whatever, and I know the stress of that. I know the stress of that. So it, it has, and I'm actually glad that I lived that way for a while because I've had new cars for the past, like, six or seven years, and I I love them. And I sometimes will be on the road, and I will let it kiss the weir- steering wheel, and I'll be like, Aww. I love you, like, to my car Beautiful. as I'm driving. But here's the thing. Am I doing it to myself? Right? Like, where is my, right. like, I love you and kissing your hands or, you know, just kiss your feet and be like, I love you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Did you see someone with a missing leg on the street? Shit, man, that's the time. You just generate some gratitude. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, I love my legs. Right? So I think we're so, you know, it's everything external. Like, we love, but it's hard to do the self-love. This is, again, leading back to all the work we're talking about doing, the inner work, uh, self-realization, gaining confidence and self-esteem. And the more you do that, the more self-esteem you get. That also is a confidence-building activity, is loving on yourself. And it's awkward at first. It's awkward to be like, I love you. But I remember this is really funny. And I cracked myself up on this because this is unlike me to say this, these words or unlike me to do this. But I walked out of the gym one time and I wasn't like really dressed up. But and I just I don't know what it was. I just looked at myself. I'm like, you're a cute number. Check you out. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. I started laughing and I even called a friend. I'm like, I don't know why that came out of my mouth. I'm just laughing that I said that. I think it's hysterical. And I was like, I even I hope like it. someone heard me because that would be hysterical. But then I was like, why don't I do more of that? Why don't I do more yes, of that? It's like you're fucking awesome. Like it's... you get done with an exercise or you ate well, be like, right on for you, man. You're awesome. That yeah. is really great because I get you and I are used to that. We're used to like we go we go and do it, um, but we yeah. probably sometimes take that for granted even and forget a little bit at the end of that workout or like I'm going to be going swimming after this and I'm going to make a point to appreciate my body while I'm in there, which I usually do, but afterwards to congratulate myself, be like, thank you, and thank you, body, for that, and right on you for getting into that pool. You know what I mean? But, again, sometimes we skip that step because we're go, go, go. And I think, again, this goes back to the number one, which is the gratitude. It's going to give you... It's going to give you the body you want because that leads to the self-love that generates the answers and the perseverance in the right direction to solve whatever ailment you're dealing with. Yeah, this is this is something I have spoken to my clients and hire about a lot because I do. So I have a little phrase that I say all the time, and it's "Good job, girlfriend." I just say that to myself all the time. When I do something hard, I'm like, "Good job, girlfriend." Good job. And it's just kind of like this funny little thing that I, but I say it out loud to myself. But it just bolsters so much positivity in myself and so much self esteem. It just feels good. It's like I just did something hard. Like, "Good job, girlfriend." That was good. That was good. And um, one thing I I posted this video for my. my clients. One thing I love about about LeBron James is how he wears his emotions on his sleeve. So when he's really happy, he celebrates. I don't know if you've ever seen LeBron do like a little celebration moment, but he has this like fun little dance he does. And he's, I mean, he is in it. It is not like I'm doing this for other people. I mean, I'm sure he is, but, but it's like, he's in the moment. You know what I mean? He's like, oh yeah. And he's celebrating. And I love that. I think we need more of that with ourselves. Like you know, I had a, a talk with a client this weekend. She's down 16 pounds in six weeks. And the call she requested was because she didn't think she was making any progress. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am like celebrating over here. That's amazing. You are killing it. She's like, really? I'm like, yes, that's amazing. Feel it, you know? And so if we don't allow that, if we don't allow that, it's like, it's all it's all um, like this beaten down, negative, like push, drive, you know. And so I think suffer, it, 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 sacrifice, pain, no yeah. pain, no gain, bullshit. Not That's enough. All. Yeah. 
So it is so important for us to have those moments. I, they're sacred. Those moments with yourself are sacred and you can have them as often as you want. Like we could get off this podcast. All of you listening, could get off this podcast and be like, good for me listening to a podcast that's pushing for more of myself in my life. Good <laughs> for me. Right. Good job, girlfriend. Or bro. bro. Good job, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. No, I love that. Um, I'm even more inspired to do even more of it. Um, I have it sometimes, you know, there'll be some times where like I will hear myself explain something on an interview and I'll be like, damn you nailed that shit like I will just I'll give myself some I'll totally give myself <laughs> yeah. some credit on it it's not cocky it's just literally like self-love it's appreciating no. my ability to communicate or how well I did that or whatever it is and um I also think too one of the biggest things that you got to stop doing if you want a better relationship with your body is you better stop fucking trashing other people's bodies stop it Stop yeah. judging other people's bodies. You don't totally. know what they're going through. You have no idea. You have none. Don't be looking at someone and going, oh, my God, would they just love themselves? You Maybe they're in the throes of tackling something and they're more on their shit and doing the affirmations than you. Maybe that body totally. you're looking at that you think is fat, they just dropped 200 pounds because they love the shit out of themselves and they're on their way. Oh, totally. They also may have better blood work than you. So you can go F off <laughs> with your judgments about other people's bodies. I used to be that person. And then I got my ass handed to me with a disease that made me uncontrollably fat. Not shocked, okay? Not surprised. Yeah. That was how <laughs> my ass had to get handed to me on that. And I can't even generate it anymore. Um, if anything, it's a compassion. <laughs> right. I feel bad if I still see someone struggling for years. I'm just like, ah, can I help them? Or I wish, or I hope they find it out, or I hope they... But it's not like a, ugh, you know, shaking my head at them or being like, just eat less, my God, you know what I mean? And Look, we all want people oh to be gosh. healthy, but you have to come to those realizations yeah. yourself because uh, one of my favorite Mark Sisson quotes, no one's going to convince you that your life sucks or my jo- it's not my job to convince you that your life sucks. It's your job. You have to hit your own bottom. So <laughs> we have to stop judging other people. I have a person in my family who does it a lot. I've had so many conversations with them about that and I'm just like, I shut it down every time and I'm brutal about it because I'm like, I will not stand for you to mention a damn word about anyone else's body. By the way, oh, usually yeah. the people that do that have a problem with their own freaking body. Oh, for sure. It's such projection. So, I mean, Definitely. catch yourself when you are in that mode, man, and you're just like shaking your head because you see some fat cellulite ridden whatever like that's not you don't know what they're going through man you don't know their story and and even if you did it doesn't matter it's it's taking away from again this relationship with yourself and it's it just it's putting bad vibes out there you know what i mean send them some love send them some love and go i hope they're happy and love their body and if they don't and they got symptoms i hope they're going to figure it out just turn it around right there after the judgment you know uh we all have it i mean it's we all joke around in judgment i can't not write comedy and judge shit but sometimes you know like i'll be driving somewhere and you'll see someone at a bus stop or something like wearing some crazy outfit. And I'll be like, oh, damn, check that shit out. Like, you know, or whatever, like, oh, whatever, yeah. to myself. And then I, if I have a moment of kind of judgment, like, oh, my God, how could someone wear that? My next thought would be like, right on, man. Teach their own. Go for it. Cool. I don't care. I turn okay. it around. I catch myself in a minute moment of kind of going, you know, like rolling my eyes at like, oh, my God. You can still laugh at it. It's just the mean spiritedness is out of it. It's a different story. It's the context of the joke, not the actual joke or whatever that is. Instead of me going, oh, my God, how could anyone wear that? You know what I mean? It's just more like, yeah, so you got to change the vibration there. It's got to change. Totally. I mean, it's like, like, I'm, I feel my body is one area of my life I'm pretty happy with, right? <laughs> like it's, it definitely fluctuates. Like sometimes my body fat's higher, sometimes lower, sometimes I have cellulite, sometimes I'm like super lean. Like it, it fluctuates, right? But because it's not, I just, I have so much gratitude for my body. My body can do a lot of cool stuff. I mean, 
You should have seen me at the gym this morning. I was going freaking bananas. I always go bananas in there. I love going bananas in there. I'm running sprints. I'm doing all sorts of crazy hard combos. I'm doing man makers and kettlebell snatches. And I'm just going beast mode in there. And I love that my body can do that. I love that. I love that I can hike up mountains and feel free. Like, that's cool. That's all the body confidence that I need. Um, but I think because I have that, like, never in a million years would I would I look at somebody else and, like, judge them or um, not have compassion because they don't have what I have. I want them to have what I have. I'm like, I want you to have this. This is cool. Like, this is so freeing. Like, let me help you. Let me, if you don't want help, that's okay. But this is cool. If you do want help, I'm here, you know? And I I think it's kind of like, you know, if you're wealthy and you see somebody poor, you're not, I mean, hopefully, you know, unless you got issues with money still that you just haven't worked through, I don't think you would see a homeless person and be like, freaking idiot, you know? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, there'd be compassion there, right? Because whatever's going on in their life, they haven't figured it out yet. So same thing with bodies. Um, you know, it's really the most judgmental things that I hear from people about other people who are going on health journeys are from people who aren't fit and healthy, right? Always. So they're like, Always. It's just, it's just a projection. Those are they, also the people that make fun of you or make a snide comment when you're like, I don't eat grains because you, they, you, they offer you a tortilla chip and you're like, oh, sorry, no thanks. And they go, why? And you might say, I don't eat grains or whatever. It's that kind of judgment. I had a friend who, when they started to go paleo, by the way, it, it fixed their acne. That was, she was an esthetician for 30 years and it was a proselytizing vegetarian until she went primal paleo is one of the first primal mm-hmm. health coaches, Eli Rohde. Um, I did a, a podcast with her many years ago about it. And, um, yeah, that, that was the thing where she finally, with all the people at work who were kind of bullying and making all these snide remarks about like how she ate because she was a fitness person like us or into, into this stuff, she would just be like, all right, I'm just going to tell people I'm allergic because then they could finally freaking yeah. accept it, right? So it's like whatever you have to do to get out of those, that's a, that's a bullying scenario. But at the end of the day, I mean, when, when Eli was in that scenario, it's like she didn't get peer pressure, but everyone in the world is going to project that onto you. Especially when you have a group of friends that aren't healthy and you're the one getting healthy. They're going to try to drag your shit back, just like a smoker or a drinker. They're going to try to drag you back into that world. You're going to come across it. You have to have a high level of self-esteem and you have to maybe have some preconceived responses to things um, in your situations to to make it go smoother and lighter. Because those are the people, they're always the people that are being like, really? Like, seriously? You have to go work out. Like I've I've had that conversation with people before. Where I'm like, it's a non-negotiable thing. Like I have, yeah. I this is a part of my life that's non-negotiable. Oh, same. So no so so don't me. ever no question meetings. it because that's just built in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing gets scheduled during my workout time. Like that's it's a non-negotiable. Like that is my one freaking time for me. Like yeah. no. Like if I make an exception, <laughs> it's, not... it's got to be real serious for me to make an exception to that. I don't. Often it would do have it. to be like LeBron James wants. The Rock wants to be on your podcast. Okay, fine. That's okay, right. yeah, I'll, uh, I'll miss yep. my workout today. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, and focusing on is, fuel, you know, right? You you and I are like this. It's so cool when you get to the point where you feel like this, like efficient kind of human oh, being yeah. and and you 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 go with what you crave you become more intuitive and your gut uh when your gut health improves as we know even like your gut instincts do right you become more intuitive and have more self-love and all these happy chemicals so it's focusing on like the nourishment not the weight loss not the calories i mean you can still do the macros i'm not saying don't for the people that need to but again like hydration right it's, it's focusing on health those are the whys yeah. right the fuel totally. those are the whys so that i can Let's see. Have I even had anything? Okay, I have. It's three o'clock almost. I've had nothing but blank coffee and like a scoop of collagen. 
uh, earlier. I'm completely on fire. I would not be if I was in shitty health and a sugar burner still eating the diet you once ate before you got into this. I would oh, yeah, not be, be there. dead right now. Yeah, I, you'd I, be brain dead right now. I'd be freaking brain dead. I'm completely on fire. Like, I don't even know. And yeah. so that's that's a why. Because, man, my day, talk about accomplishing goals on our last podcast, right? You yep. want to get into the goal setting, man. you got to be on fire, brain. The creativity comes in. Ideas come up. My ability to work and do what yep. I need to do. Um, so, yep. again, it's like focusing on those parts of health, not just the body image. Oh, Yeah. Oh, you're big time. And just remember, if you're on that journey, if you're new, like people are, it, it, this is where I see like the freaking fires happen. Okay. Because you're not confident in your body yet. You're making changes for yourself. You're still working through all your old paradigm. And then everybody in your life, they're probably in that paradigm too, because they're your people. Right. And so now you're taking this brave step forward to be like, I'm going to choose more for myself. And that is a basically a direct threat to them. To them, they are perceiving that as Oh, so you're better than me now? Is that what you're trying to say? You're, you're, you're better. Oh, you're better than us. Cool. They take it right? personally. You're right. They're they get offended. So yeah. You're backlash. And then you're not confident in it yet either. So you're like, wait, you think I'm, <laughs> and it, it turns into this fire situation. So like, let me just say as somebody who's been down this road, if you are making those changes for yourself, please also have compassion on the people around you and just know that they are projecting from a place that they're coming from on you and just let it go. Let it go. I promise someday, like a year or two down the road, you're going to be so glad that you didn't let that stuff get in your head and you're living life at a level of human consciousness that you didn't even know was possible. And this is what Elle's talking about. This is what we're talking about. Like, I know I can have cake. Guess what? I'm pretty lean. I have a shit ton of muscle. I have like 125 pounds of lean mass on my body. Okay. I can, I can, you can afford down. eating half a cake right now if you wanted to. I could, yeah, I could eat, seriously, I could go eat a bunch of cheesecake right now and like, it wouldn't make that big a difference. I could. I'm not, and that's crazy for me to say that, guys, because I, I used to not be there. That's the beauty of having muscle and being insulin sensitive and high intensity interval training and being fat adapted and all that. I definitely used to not be like that. But I don't because I know not only will I temporarily have like lesser brain function and feel drowsy and apathetic for days, my mood will be affected by that. I, it, yep. the serotonin, the dopamine, all of it for days, I will be let, I will have less drive and I can't afford that in my life. I have vision. I have goals. I have people to serve. I have people to serve. I haven't even met yet. I can't wait for that. And I, to me, I owe it to them. I owe it to me to feed my body so they can perform the best of its potential. So my soul can perform the best of its potential, right? Your soul and your body are intertwined. Yep. I am not saying you need to look like me. You do not need to become a bodybuilder. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to be super lean. You don't have to do any of that, but you do need to feed your body, take care of your body, strengthen your body, nourish your body so that your soul can be inhabited in a body that is performing at its highest potential because then your soul can perform at its highest, highest potential. I am such a believer in this. I have yes. lived it. I have lived a life smaller than who I am where I'm like just all day long going in circles of no purpose, wandering around, just trying to figure out life to now owning life, seeing vision, being totally in tune and having the energy to drive forward that in my life. That's why I'm so passionate about this because I have lived through Same. this small life and this larger than life reality. And I want that for everybody, anybody who I can meet and listen to. I want that for you. And it just purely takes choices just consistently. And I'd say the easiest way to get there is consistently adding in good choices. Okay. You're going to have some of your kids, little Caesars pizza on Wednesday night. That might happen, but freaking eat a bunch of 
on a bunch of salad with it as much as you can. Get all the nutrients in you possibly can. Make a protein shake and pack spinach in there and just start downing it. I guarantee your body will be better off. You're still going to have a couple pieces of pizza, but at least you got a freaking ton of nutrients for your body to work off of, right? So yeah, just, maybe you only went down and, and scarfed down one piece instead of three because you did that thing the whole first. Box. Right. That's right. It. Yeah, so just like, just keep adding in and think, body, I've got you. I know you have all these needs. I can't even keep track. I hear from things from manganese to boron to carbohydrates to iodine. Like, I don't know. You need tons of stuff. Yeah. You need all sorts of stuff. I can't even start to understand it all. I'm just going to give you as many nutritious things as I possibly can. Go, right? And just start. I call it nutrient feasting with my yeah. clients. So some people call this um, refeed days or whatever. You right. you eat cheat days or whatever. I don't call them cheat, tea, cheat days. I call them nutrient feasting like be like a queen like feast on all the healthy things you can sure you want a little bit of chocolate or ghirardelli's whatever fine go for it but like for the most part like feast on all the most delicious things that you can and just say here body here's all these amazing things for you to work with and to me that is such a very beautiful loving way to keep your metabolism on fire to keep your brain on fire to say body like Oh, yeah, I know I'm kind of crap shooting it right now because <laughs> just tell me what you need you know I've gotten to the point where I walk around Whole Foods I'm like what do you want <laughs> that, that's actually basically how I shop at grocery stores. It's all based on what really? I'm feeling that day. That's why wow. it's tough for me to shop wow. a week ahead because I might be like, oh, for example, like sometimes it, it just happens like, I don't know, whatever, right before my period. I want prosciutto and like mozzarella together. I want prosciutto. I want like charcuterie plate with cheese. I don't ever eat dairy really aside right. from that. I do pay a little bit of a price, get a little stuffy. I don't have an allergy yeah. to it, but it's just like, all right, that's that's just I I got I go with that man because that shit yep. is like clockwork and I don't know what it is. Um, wow. Recently, I've been going to town on watermelon, man. That's like my summer has been like that's my only jam Beautiful. right there. I haven't eaten any other fruit. Like I'm going like Beautiful. and I just so that's why I shop that way too. But that's because I think you and I are dialed in and more intuitive. My body's probably saying yes, I love watermelon, but there's something in there maybe. And sometimes I crave cucumbers for three days straight. And I'm like I just need cucumbers, man. I don't know. Yeah, like I'm just it's gonna go with it. Yeah, if you just tap in and ask, I know we're sounding like super health nerds right now. Ta By the way, Tanya, who's coming on my podcast, guys, Tanya, what, she, did you already release that episode on yours? Okay, maybe no, not. No, oh, wait, anyway. wait, Tanya Dyer? Yeah. Oh, uh, she, she's not going to be on mine for a while. Yours is going to come okay, out way okay, before okay. that. Yeah. Tanya Dyer is a guest coming on mine. It was so funny. I was talking to her after, guys, and she's this amazing. Guys, you got to hear her on my podcast. I think she's next on Inside Out Health, but she's freaking hilarious. Like, she's so good. But I was talking to her afterwards, and I'm like, hey, my friends are here. I've got a girl, you know, girls oh. weekend or whatever, and we're making these she bomb Brussels this, yeah. sprouts. And she's like, you lost me. You lost me at Brussels sprouts. I thought you were cool, but like, you're going to eat Brussels sprouts with your friends. Like, you lost me. <laughs> And then you said, like, but there's going to be bacon in it. And she said, because she told me the story and she goes, yeah, yeah. you should have led with that or something like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty funny. I feel like that's where we're going right now. We're like, sometimes I crave cucumbers. People are like, oh my gosh, I hate you guys. Hey, but you know what though? But I eat also so a bunch of bacon and I crave yeah. a lot of good fats and meaty, it's... fatty meats and stuff like that too. So, I mean, those cucumbers are never like, I'm not a vegan. It's not a day no. of cucumbers. <laughs> it's beautiful though. And like I did, like one time I remember I like, I, I was walking around Whole Foods produce and I'm like, what do you want? And for some reason, um, arugula, which I don't eat that often, I, it was like, <laughs> I was eating the arugula like I hadn't eaten in weeks. Like, I was just like downing it. Like, whatever was in that, I know yeah. my body needed it. It was like, I was making uh, salads you're making and it was me like, crave arugula because I, I get like that with arugula sometimes where I'm like, man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like, try it. Try it. Just next time you go to the produce section, just ask, say, buddy, what do you want? 
right? And do that in the produce section. Do that there. Just like there's got to be something that your body is wanting. And just as you tap into that, you build that relationship with your body where you're like, okay, I'm listening to you and I will provide for you, right? And it starts to build from there. Just keep thinking, how can I add more nutrition in? How can I add more in? And you've got, then you start to build this, like, I got you, body. You can count on me. And then you start to trust your body too because you're like, well, my body's smart. My body actually can tell me stuff. And you build the relationship. And also that's YouTube affirmations, body affirmations. There are so many great ones for healing and also for loving your body that will take you through it. Just guide you. You wake up in the morning, you press play and it's like, I love my hands. I'm so grateful. I have, and it's doing it for you. You're making, you're doing the thing. It's it's seeping in the subconscious in the background. So if you can't generate it yourself, there's so much free material out there to do it. And, um, yeah. And I mean, I think this is just, more re-inspiring me to not that I ever would jump off it but to stay on this path right to not get complacent with the the gratitude and appreciation because sometimes once you're already better and you feel better you can forget right Mm -hmm. you wouldn't I wouldn't Mm -hmm. take this moment right now with how I feel right in this moment for granted based on how horrifying my life was (laughs) before that you know what I mean like so I don't want to don't poo poo all these good moments and um yeah Yeah. Last thing I want to add real quick is if you're one of the anxious types, because there's a lot of you guys out there. I know because I get client requests from you guys all the time and I know. Okay. So there's the anxious types where there's always something wrong. There's always something going wrong with the body. Okay. So I know this is real for a lot of you. It's like, and you know, and you kind of know it's in your head, but you're like, crap, but it just keeps getting in my head. And I, like, I hear about this thing or that thing or that thing. And I just get carried away with it. And I just start thinking I have it. I'm telling you, like when you get into that anxious place towards your body, what I want you to do is I want you to start getting anxious about the things that are going right in your body. I want you to start obsessing about the thing. I know it's you're like, no, I can't do that. I promise you can. I have done this with people before. So for example, let's say you got some mole and you like your mind's going crazy with the freaking mole. You just can't. It's like every time a new mole comes up, you think you have skin cancer. It's like, okay, of course, get that checked out, right? Get that checked out. But also at the same time, I want you to start start thinking about looking at the rest of your skin and be like, wow, look how healthy this skin is. Look how it sweats, it breathes, it it helps me cool off. Like, wow, like you know what? Through this skin comes vitamin D. The sunlight helps me turn my cholesterol into like the active form. Like, dang, this is a cool organ. This organ is super, super healthy. Look at it, right? So just start driving into the gratitude of those things instead of obsessing with what could possibly go wrong, right? So for a lot of people, I know that's very real. And I'm just saying gratitude, just every single time you start to go into anxiety mode, push yourself into gratitude. Maybe it's something else. It's like, bam. But like, dude, my vision is so good. My hearing is so good. My, my like freaking jaw doesn't pop when I eat or my digestion is good or whatever it is. Just start obsessing about gratitude of something that your body's doing right and try to replace that. Cause I know like, because something like is functioning it. in your body that someone else does not have. And so right. appreciate yeah. that shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gratitude is the antidote. Gratitude is the antidote to sadness and suffering and anxiety. So cr- encourage you guys to do that. So, all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Hopefully this has been helpful to you guys. I love talking about the body. I love my body. Tell your body you love it. Ask yeah. your body what it needs. You're go a cute freaking- number, damn it. <laughs> you're a cute number. You're a cute number. And you're, and you're also so healthy in so many ways. So just start asking your body what it needs. Respect it. Love it. Communicate with it. Trust it. Be honest with it. That's what we encourage. All right, thanks, guys, for joining in.